welcome to Open Bros. I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. Please like, subscribe, and share. That really helps out, guys. Leave comments down below if you like what we're talking about, if you don't like what we're talking about. And that's it. That's the podcast today, people. All right, guys, listen. It's been fun. You know, I wanted to talk about the real affection that we have for travel agents. Yeah. And, um, you know, when we, when we bring on, when we onboard a new travel agency and when we onboard a new employee, you know, explaining to them what a travel agent does is, is a very important part of the job. So we go and we explain, you know, the, the, the first thing we say to a new employee is the only thing a travel agent gets is yelled at. So you better go out of your way to make sure that you're a partner with them. Mom coined that phrase. I mean... I was, we were out on a business meeting and she said that and I was like, whoa. Yeah, I know. I was blown I, away. I, I was blown away. And, you know, it automatically disarms travel agents because we're going to partner with you because it's a, it's a tough business out there. It's, it's an unforgiving job. No one ever thanks a travel agent. Right. No one ever thanks a travel agent for a job well done. So, you know, they, they, you, they, travel agents only get calls when there's a problem. Travel agents are generally... You know, I haven't had any bad experiences with the people that we work with when there's an issue. There's like two or three high strung travel agents, but they're just they're sticklers for um, for particulars. You know, they yeah. want everything to go perfect and we get it and we want it to go perfect, too. But overall, the majority of all the travel agents that we work with, whether they're at a studio or a network or, or a, a gaming company, whatever, they're all very, very nice people. Yes, they're not. Well, you know, there, there's like a clan. And like, you know, yeah. like... There's a total click in yeah, LA of yeah. travel agents and everyone knows who we're talking about. And, and it, but, that, but that's funny because it's wherever that you go, you'll see that clan and it's a click and it's like only a travel agent knows what a travel agent goes through. Mm -hmm. And that's always super interesting because, you know, when you're on the outside of the travel industry, people always say, well, oh, just use Expedia.com or use Orbitz. What people people don't understand the nuances of what a travel agency does. They're handling a production. They're handling a roadshow. They're handling these executives, these movers and shakers. It takes TLC, tender love and care, mm -hmm. to make sure that these rides go perfectly. And you know, listen, we're only on the car service side. I couldn't imagine the other air, hotel, car rental. It's it's very it's very high stress. Right, right. I'll never forget one time. We had like three issues in a row with this one executive from a studio, and it was you know they were they weren't good issues. I mean they were just they were issues. They were just it an wasn't issue is an issue is an issue. An issue is an issue is an issue, right? But you know stuff happens. There was you know one reservation issue, one driver issue, and one billing issue. It was like a I call it the trifecta. And um, this guy has been with us for thirty plus years. He's long since retired, but um, this was about ten years ago where. It was issue after issue, and we're sitting and pulling our hair out of our heads. We, we were popping Xanax. We were freaking out because we, we didn't want this to happen. Like, right. after the first issue, we're like, it's not going to happen again. The next day, it happened it again. Happened again. <laughs> and we promise you, it's not going to happen again. And the third day, it's like, of course, it happened again. So, um, you know, we spoke to the travel manager, you know, the VP over there, who we've known for literally like 40 years now, which is insane to think about. And she was like, um, you know, this isn't good. We got to do this. We got to write the apology letter, blah, blah, blah. And then like a month later, it was literally 30 days later where there was another issue with the same, same executive. And we're like, oh, no, we, oh, no, we didn't blow it. It was, it was, 
was the company that booked it that blew it. They gave us the wrong information, which again happens. Right. It happens. It's it's human. Right. It happens every day, and right. it's okay. And when she was, you know, admonishing us in a professional way, saying this is not good, we need to do this to make this better, and you know, we're partners. We've been partners for forty years, so we we take her guidance on this. And then you know she wrote and said, this is a problem. We have another issue with this gentleman. And I said, you know, we did the research. I said, uh, no, it was, it was this agent's fault. Um, and she wrote him a letter. She wrote the executive a letter. She goes, we're really sorry this happened. We won't do it again. And she was so calm and cool <laughs> and cold. Right. She was, at, you know, I don't think she'd be listening to this, but we recently had lunch with her. But she, it was a lesson in in not freaking out. Right. It was a lesson that I learned. And that well, day... listen, if you're in the travel industry and you freak out, you're going to have a really hard time. Yes. And, and that day particularly, that was a life-changing moment for myself because I used to take every incident to heart. I used to well, obsess over I, incidents. I, I say this time and time again, all we do is focus on the problem. Right. That's our job. Correct. As leaders, as bosses, as business owners. Correct. You focus on the problem. Right. But once learning that here's a woman that her agents messed up and it was looking bad on her and she wrote a simple i'm very sorry if you want i could comp or, you know comp something out for you or i don't even know what the protocol was I but think it was, it was so, i think it was just a sorry it was just i'm very sorry this happened and i'm sitting there going now i see the other side of things when we have an issue I used to go to DEFCON 5. Yeah. Oh my God, we're going to lose it. We're going to go this. I always thought of the worst. And then after that one incident, again, it was 10 but, years but ago. You know what? I think that urgency that you have, I mean, listen, we still care and we're not, and you can't be, we're not flipping about writing apology letters no, because no, even no. when there is an error, just don't freak out. Right. That's what I learned. Right. You have to, you still have to care, she but you can care out. without melting down. Yeah. She didn't freak out. Right. She, she cared, but she wrote a letter. Mm -hmm. I'm really sorry this happened. Right. He continued to use us after that. I think he retired really like like a few months after right. that. But it was so like that that was life altering for me. Issues are gonna happen. Your company's gonna look bad. Don't freak out. And we've spoken about this time and time again yeah, in the podcast. Calm, calm cool, and collected. Calm, you cool, and collected. And people are not going to use you. People <clears throat> will drop you over there. We just lost an account um, for no other reason than someone's last name was spelled wrong. Right. Something as so simple and minute as that, that we're just incompetent. That was, listen, that that was the straw that broke the camel's back. There Absolutely. were other issues that led up to that. Absolutely. And unfortunately, you can't, you know, you, you can't always hold on to it. And that's fine. But you take those lessons and you learn to move forward. Right. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> learning that lesson was uh was a game changer for me and you know if you're getting stressed out over every incident it will shorten your life it will 100 yeah. percent shorten your life well travel is stressful it's stressful for the person who's traveling you have to love <clears throat> i don't know why my soul chose the travel industry in this life because i hate to travel well you've been melting down for months already because we're going to be you're going to be flying not melting down i've had the flu i had vertigo this this you're shit very, going on you're very life. high strong i am high strong i'm more nervous of getting vertigo on the plane the motion sickness and everything this is new for me You'll but be this fine. isn't a health podcast. You'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm Guys, sure I'll survive. tell him he'll be fine. Comment that he's going to be fine. Leave comments down below that I'll be fine. Just say, you'll be fine. And I'll just read those comments as we're taking off and landing. Right. But anyway, where are we going next week? We're going, we're supposed to go to Disney tomorrow, but that was canceled. Yeah, it's just not the right time Didn't right work. now. 
did not work out. We, we had a Disney vacation plan with the kids. That was canceled. But we are going to Vegas. For the limo show. For the limo show. It's my one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah. We that have, turned out. We're throwing a party at the Eye Candy Lounge, and there's just an enormous amount of people coming. 700 res- responses, yes. Yeah. Well, we had right now we're at 605 yes, plus like 85 maybes. Well, those maybes are yeses in yeah. my book. And it's you know it's pretty overwhelming we first we were doing it in the we had two hotel we had two of the top floor suites at Mandalay bay but they, that can't handle 700 people so we were moving it down to the eye candy lounge and we have to have three security guards we have to have a guest list guys if you replied yes that you're coming you have to email leah leah.adeo or is it leah wicks leah dot wicks that's what i use hold on i have to look at what email address it is but you guys have to email her because you're not going to be able to get in because <laughs> there's security guards and and if you're not on the list you ain't you're gonna getting be, in you're going to be getting a bls yeah it's, it's leah.wicks so l-e-a-h dot w-i-c-k-s at blsco.com email her the who you know who's coming because you're going to be standing at the door if you're not on the list. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Even if we know you, we're not going to let you in. Yeah, we're going to be like, no, no, no. You're not on the list. You're not allowed to come in. This goes to Alan in Philadelphia. No, you can't come in. <laughs> so, yeah, that's hugely important. Yes, absolutely. I never understood the importance of our affiliates. I always knew the affiliates were important, but the FaceTime that we have with them during the limo show, throughout the year, mm-hmm. meeting with our affiliates and uh, talking to them and coming up with solutions for each ride that you know does go ori it's it's a relationship driven world man it really is you know and you know you can hide behind a computer screen you can hide behind text messaging yeah but there's there's so much to be said when you come and you shake hands or you bump fist telling everybody now i'm bumping fist i think i'm just gonna give an elbow no coronavirus do you know what bump this do you know what our you know we're we're seeing an alternative doctor now do you know he told me the other day don't go he's like don't go (laughs) We have listen, freaking business, business, can't, business can't stop it. Yeah. Bump fist, shake elbows, but like, I'm not touching anybody. You, no offense. you know, there's nothing like FaceTime. Yeah. I thought you were going to say there's nothing like Vegas. No, like, there's nothing like Vegas, but there's nothing like FaceTime in Vegas. It definitely brings out the best in people. Yeah. You know, ha- going to Vegas for business, everyone's in the best mood. Everybody wants to talk. Everyone wants to bullshit and kibitz and do that whole stuff. And the plane and ride to fun. Vegas is always so loud and abrasive. Even the 5.30 a.m. ones. Right. right. Yeah. Right. When the one's going to L.A., everyone's just kind of like... <laughs> like like they all just they all just can't off. wait to go to sleep and like everyone's so angry oh we have meetings all day for the yeah, rest no, of the no, day no. vegas everyone's chipper everyone's drinking yeah everyone's drinking on the flight yeah but yeah we, the limo show is coming up and you know association shows big shout out to chris weiss we have him on the podcast he's doing a feature article on us yeah this is his big shindig he has grant cardone coming as a speaker oh god i can't wait he worked at this amazing deal where you know grant cardone doesn't necessarily need the money so he had to provide value hold on right. let me finish he had to provide value i just want to say, I, just in reference to what you just said grant cardone doesn't need the money i just watched a video of him a couple of days ago and he was literally just burning hundred dollar bills exactly. to light his cigar so the question is how do you get how do you get grant cardone to be a speaker they, he, he built them a fucking he built sprinter. Him, he built them a, a luxury decked out sprinter. That is just beyond brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah and, absolutely. you know, and it shows with the amount of people that are coming to our show. And it shows with the amount of people that he has coming. And if we, if we have 600 people coming to our thing, he's he's got to have thousands and thousands of people coming. Sure. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. And that and Greg the, Cardone, that is like, 
it's like getting Anthony Robbins or Gary Vee or, or one yeah. of those top guys. I, the hierarchy for me would be Anthony Robbins, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone. And actually, you know who has taken over a lot of uh, what I've been watching? He's an animal, this man. Have you heard of him, Dan Pena? Yeah, the billion dollar man. I think he's now the trillion dollar man. Yeah, whatever makes him happy. <laughs> whatever makes him happy. This guy, it's like, it's like listening to dad. You know, but they all have a common theme. Anthony, and he copies a lot from Anthony Robbins. But, but listen, you, right. thoughts, you know. But listen, you know, success the, one thing, clues. the one thing they all have in common, it's got to work. Oh, yeah. And, and Gary was talking about that the other day. It just made me laugh. He's like, no one has ever became a super successful without working their fucking ass off. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. Differences of working is that. When you're working and you're miserable, you're not accomplishing anything. But when you when you love what you do, 100%, and you enjoy what you do, it's not work. I hate when people go, "Oh, you have to be at work at six in the morning." I'm like, I love it. I love being here that early. You know, that's not work to me. You have to talk to your entire staff every day, every day. Love it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. We have the podcast. I hate this, and we get to hear it. We get to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> I get to hear that's the sound. Horrible. <laughs> I love, I love to work. Not, not for nothing. I think, you know, we, you like we love hearing, to work. If you like hearing yourself talk, um, the podcast is perfect. Grant Cardone has this, like a studio. Yeah. And he just sits and smokes cigars and tells people, man, the fuck up. You know? <laughs> yes. Which it's awesome. You know, Dan Pena, um, he's everything against what the, what the, um, you know, the Me Too movement is today. He's so abrasive and he's loud and he calls people really bad names. He's like back in the 90s, he used to punch people that would go to his thing. He would throw things at people. Yeah. But the guy lives in a castle in England. He's mm -hmm. got a full staff of butlers. I mean, that's not what I want, but clearly he's doing something he right. Definitely, you know, he's got the work hard mentality. And it's not just that, but everyone also has the envision. If you envision what you want mm -hmm. and you work hard, it's going to come. Yeah. It, it's literally just as simple as that. There was a 10 and rules it, thing. It, yeah. And, you know, if you love what you do, you're not working hard. Right. Because it's just fun. I feel like I'm on a permanent vacation. Really and truly. Even when I go to LA or Vegas to work or we go to Atlanta or DC to work, to me, that's yeah. just, you know, like there could be much worse things in life than traveling and building your own business. 100%. But, you know, it's not for everybody. And that's okay. Right. Right. That's okay. You know, if, you know, sometimes that you, 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 you know, we were groomed for that. And I think we take that for granted. Right. That we were groomed for this type of lifestyle. Right. But not everybody can handle that. Some people just want to go to work from nine to five, clock in, clock out. They want to have, if they're a teacher, they want to go and have summers off. And that's amazing because I could never be a teacher. Well, I what did you I do yesterday? You went to your son's class. And what was the first thing you said to me? It, I don't know how Mr. Maggio does it. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, a, it was the hundred days at school and it, it's just, it's, it's tough. You know, like she started, like they, they had workstations and they started doing the instructions on how to do a workstations. And then we walk over and like, what, what are we doing? Like, I just, I just automatically like I glaze over and it was amazing seeing Zach and he's, and he's so smart and he's, and he's doing everything he has to do. Right. But man, I couldn't wait to get out of there. I wanted to stay for Zach. Couldn't wait to get out of school. Really? Yeah. Brought back bad memories? The heebie-jeebies. Really? Yeah. You just didn't want to get sick? No. All the, were all the kids coughing? Yeah. They all had that wet airport kid cough. <laughs> that Disney <laughs> cough. <laughs> 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 yeah. you, know, you know what I'm talking about when you're walking through the airport and you just hear wet coughs from a kid. 
in front of you and behind you. And then you know you have to get on an airplane with them. Yep. Yep. And there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, For me, vitamin C does not work. Listen, Mike, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to cut this short because our... um, Nick and Kelly will probably be happy about that because, you know... Maybe this one's going to get a million views because it's short. But listen, guys, we got to bounce. We have a meeting that we have to go into. We have them screaming in the next room. This is about some expansion that we're talking about here. Don't say anything. Believe me, everyone's going to be the first to know when it actually happens. But yeah, we have some pretty interesting things happening at the company. LinkedIn family, YouTube family. Love you guys. See you all later. Like, subscribe, share, um, and leave comments down below that I'll be fine. Thanks guys. Bye-bye. Bye.